Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Hey, Petey, have you heard about this new podcast, Public Access America? You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and even the Stitcher Smart Radio app. It's so cool. Not good, not... But are you a German spy? Because that sounds like technology. It's like that new thing, the radio, or a newspaper for your ears. You can even follow their production company, Jar Codes, on Twitter or Facebook and find all new episodes posted every day. Oh, that's cool. I don't care nothing about no planes, but I gotta hear the latest episode of Public Access America now. Oh, watch the bomb. You can even go to their YouTube channel at Public Access America and find great videos from time. It's so cool. Go check out Public Access America. Welcome to the underworld. I love America. It's been my home all my life. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. I love America. It's been my home all my life. If you don't know the past, you're only doomed to repeat it. Welcome to Public Access America. This is your history. This is your country. This is America. Join us in listening to some of history's America's best speeches. Created by Jarcodes Productions. Go back in time with us right now on Public Access America. Hell on wheels. That's us. Second Armored Division. And our boss, General Palmer. Quite an outfit. Tanks, 
infantry, artillery, and engineers. Look pretty sharp, hmm? It's our last show in the state. We were alerted a couple of days ago. One of the new men, a joker, put an open letter on the bulletin board. A letter to Uncle Joe. Funny, history seems to repeat itself. About 10 years ago, there was another dictator named Adolf. He too thought he had the world in his pocket. I had just joined the second then at Fort Benning. We were starting to organize. Don't ask me with what. Our guns were made of wood. When it came to tanks, we had to use our imagination. You couldn't kill a fly with the armor we had. But as supplies started pouring in, it began to look like the real thing. We were really training now. You've heard of Georgie Patton? He was RCG. With him around, you just kept going. Brother, it looked as if the training would never end. Was he proud of us the way we came through those maneuvers in Louisiana and Carolina? outfit now. They called us Hell on Wheels. Three invasion teams were picked from units of the second and sent to Norfolk, Virginia. We practiced amphibious landings until water ran out of our ears. Soon enough, I found out why. We were going to be in on the African invasion. At 0400 on 8 November 1942, we hit the coast of Africa. Safi, Fidela, Port Leote. Our mission was to secure these ports and to envelop Casablanca. looked a lot different from the movie. Nobody invited us to come to the Kasbah. Old Georgie, who was the commander of the Western Task Force, ordered us to the French-Spanish-Morocco border in case there should be trouble. And then in April, we folded our tents and moved to Algeria, to a small town near Iran, where we started training for the next jump Sicily. We were getting used to the water now. In fact, some of the GIs put in for sea pay. Ah, Sicily. The traveler gets a friendly welcome as he arrives at its sunny shores. Sure enough, the Hermann Goering Division sent us a tank battalion as a special welcoming committee. But we knocked the H out of Herman. The 14th and the 78th field did a swell job there.
then we moved on. We advanced steadily over mined mountain roads that were blown off the cliffs, over tank traps, over blown bridges, through a lot of Italian towns that sounded like the menu of a spaghetti joint. Until we reached the end of the road, Palermo, the last dish on that Italian menu. After setting up the administration of the western part of the island, we took another boat ride. Arriving in England a short time later, the first combat-tested armor to hit Great Britain. There was something in the air. We knew the big show in France was about to pop and we were going to be in it. We could almost smell it because the training was stepped up. Because a lot of big boys came to visit us, even Mr. Great Britain himself. And then one morning in June, we were on the water, getting our last minute briefing. The date was D-Day plus three. Omaha Beach was a lot different from Omaha, Nebraska. I'll take Nebraska anytime. D-Day plus five, we were in it up to our necks, slugging it out with the Germans at Carantan. It was hedgerow country. Natural barriers 10 to 12 feet high that Jerry thought would stop us dead. Here's one time we threw the book away, used our tanks as battering rams. This was only the warm-up for the main event famous St. Lowe breakthrough. Combat Command A, led by the 66, fought in the vicinity of Tessie Surveer during the left shoulder of the opening. Seventh, meanwhile, spearheaded CCB's drive towards Sorensi's, cutting off the withdrawal of the Germans in that area. Old man Churchill was right. With sweat, blood, and tears. Was fighting street by street, house to house, hand to hand. Jerry's reaction to our breakthrough was to counterattack in the Mortain-Barrington area. But we smashed it. And how? We were picking up speed now. We started chasing Jerry to the Seine, taking thousands of prisoners. pursuing him at an even faster pace toward the Somme, crossing the river at an unexpected point. Here was one time we caught him with his panzers down. 
On 2 September 1944, the first Allied elements, led by the 82nd Recon, rolled over Belgian soil. Driving across to the Dutch border, we bridged the Albert Canal, pushing north on a line through Sittard. Tanks of CCB under General White made the first crossing of Germany's holy soil on 18 September at Hillensburg. The holiness of the German fatherland became even more soiled when we crossed their border for the second time on October 3rd. It was like taking an obstacle course all over again. Only this time it was the real thing and on Jerry's home ground. He was well dug in at the Siegfried line, the famous impregnable West Wall. We went in after him. We were part of the 9th Army. Combat Command B assisted in capturing Pallenberg Uvac while CCA moved to the south and took a couple of other Kraut towns after heavy fighting. The rest of the division pushed southeast, meanwhile, and joined the First Army in a ring of steel around Aachen. Late in November, we resumed the offensive, moving further east and south. Town after town fell under the weight of our armor. But Jerry had still another trick up his sleeve. The famous Battle of the Bulge began. last desperate effort of the German war machine. Adolf ordered his boys to do or die. There wasn't much time to lose. They had ripped our lines wide open at the Ardennes. We raced south to Sinny in Belgium and tore into their second Panzer division. The 92nd field dished it out. We cut the westernmost prong of their assault wedge to pieces, destroying hundreds of their vehicles, including 81 tanks. Monty of Alamein wrote us a fan letter for this job. In Hoopalese, where the 41st did some of their heaviest fighting in snow and ice, we left a junkyard of German vehicles. We were sure tired when we met Patton's Third Army. Tired, but happy. It meant the western half of the bulge was sealed off. That phase of the campaign was over.
After a short period of regrouping, we started the new offensive by crossing the Roar River. Goldenhausen, Kreppel, Erdingen. We never knew where Jerry was. Was he waiting behind that corner? Wherever he was, we hit him. We kept going until we reached the Rhine on 3 March, 1945. That's where the 17th engineers showed their stuff, bridging the river under fire in seven hours. Breaking out of the Rhine bridgehead, we hit the Autobahn Highway southwest of Beckham, cutting off Jerry's main artery of supply between Berlin and the Ruhr. At Lipstadt, we linked up with elements of the 3rd Armored Division, closing the trap on Germany's most vital industrial area. Jerry was losing his cockiness now. The attack rolled on through the Teutoburger Forest to the Weser River onto the plains of North Germany. At Immendorf, the Hermann Goering works fell into our hands. It was the beginning of the end for Jerry. On April 12th, we reached the Elbe. The Endstation, as they called it. We had overrun an area of 3,000 square miles, taken 45,000 prisoners, captured some big cities like Magdeburg. But the biggest was yet to come, Berlin. It was quite a feeling to march past the barracks of the Adolf Hitler Elite Guard. First division in Berlin. Our job was to provide security for the American sector of the city and furnish the honor guard for the Potsdam Conference. When President Truman arrived, we showed him that we were on the ball. From mud and dust, we were back to spit and polish, as if we hadn't done anything but parading these last three years. Then finally came that day in 45, when after two amphibious assaults, seven major campaigns, the outfit started on its way home. Proud possessor of the French Fourager, the Belgian Fourager, and 13 distinguished unit citations. Back in the States, we took up our peacetime duties at Fort Hood, Texas. A lot of men got out. New men came in. As the world situation grew tense, it was out of the barracks and into the field again. Now we're ready to go overseas. 
New weapons, new men, but with a fighting spirit that isn't new for this outfit. Ike sent for us. We always were his first team. Always will be. Hell on wheels. to Madison and on both sides of Park. They asked for Rheingold extra dry before and after dark. From Coney to Connecticut on Bradford Avenue. From Jersey scenes way up to Queens they sing as millions do. My beer is Rheingold and dry beer. Friendly, fresh, sing and happily dry beer. Dry me clean and it's clear. Dry me thirst, quenching beer. Join the millions credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.